Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Happy Friday, football fans, and welcome into another edition of of the Chase Podcast. I'm Isaac Sines, and I thank you for joining me. In today's episode, NFL defensive tackle Jarrell Worthy joins me to preview and analyze Sunday's slate of games. The Cowboys currently own the NFL's longest win streak at five games and will be looking to clinch the NFC East. Dallas's defense has been one of the best in the league this season, but they have another tough challenge ahead with Andrew Luck next in line. Tyrone Crawford credited the Colts' offensive line and looks forward to facing Luck on Sunday. Andrew Luck is playing um, amazing this year, and, and his offensive line is uh, is doing really well. Um, you know, we know the stats on them and whatever they've done. You know, but um, you know, I don't know, man. You know, they just they're just they're playing good football, and you know, so are we. So we got to go in there and. Uh, The Steelers interplay on a three-game skid and know they must get back in the win column as they prepare to host New England on Sunday. While the Patriots rank 22nd in total defense, Ben Roethlisberger talked about their aggressiveness and how they fluster opposing quarterbacks. I think they're a good defense that gets after you. Um, they, they, They make quarterbacks' days frustrating because they're bringing pressure, they're throwing some Really unique looks that we've been watching on film. The Rams lost their second game of the season in Chicago and are now aiming to bounce back against the Eagles in Week 15. Philadelphia continues to deal with injuries on both sides of the ball, but Sean McVay believes they still possess enough talent to not be taken lightly. They've got playmakers. You know, on defense, they've obviously had a lot of injuries, but you still see elite players up front with Brandon Grahams, you know, with Fletcher Cox, and I'm now adding Michael Bennett. He's been a big pre- presence for them. And then Malcolm Jenkins is one of the more complete safeties in this league. You know, he's been that for a long time. He's been an instrumental leader for them. I will discuss all that and more coming up in the latest episode of the Chase Podcast. Covering the latest news and analysis around the national.
Good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday, December 14th on the Chase Podcast. Isaac Signs with you. Jarrell Worthy joining the show on another Friday to preview Sunday's slate of games. So first things first, Jarrell, how are you doing on this Friday? And again, thanks for taking the time to join me, man. Man, I'm doing phenomenal, man. Uh, recently got married. Um, I'm actually uh, doing the podcast live from the Smoky Mountains. I'm high up in the Smoky Mountains enjoying myself right now with my new wife. Uh, I'm just, uh, I'm enjoying life right now, man. It's just like, this an exciting time. Congratulations on uh, getting married. So that's awesome. I wish you a happy and excellent marriage, man. So again, enjoy your time up there. But let's go ahead and uh, get into this, man. So Thursday night, you and I just kind of talked about it before the show started. The Chargers and Chiefs, that was a heck of a game at Arrowhead. Give me some of your thoughts on that one. Um, man, uh, great quarterback play on both sides of the ball. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean that, that game had just... It had AFC Championship written all over it. Uh, the Chargers and the Chiefs, both uh, high uh, high octane offenses, um, both with pivotal uh, with uh, uh, great pass rushers on the outside. Um, I mean, it, it was a phenomenal game, man. I mean, just to see what Patrick Mahomes can do, and and, and to see Philip Rivers actually have success late in the game when he's always he's always in those crunch time situations, and and to see him orchestrate a win like that was phenomenal. And how about the performance of Mike Williams, man? The former first-round pick, Keenan Allen, went down with that hip injury. And Mike Williams stepped his game up. Phillip Rivers found him in the end zone a couple of times. This was a guy that was dominant. He went up and got the 50-50 ball in the end zone. And then, of course, caught that game-winning two-point conversion. Wide open, a blown coverage by Kansas City. I feel like Mike Williams and his play was the difference here. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, What he was able to do against press coverage, um, what he was able to do uh, yards after catch, uh, going up to 50-50 balls. I mean, he had the entire uh, his, his entire repertoire working last night. Well, it was definitely a thriller. Patrick Mahomes was hot in the first half and then faded a little bit. And then Phillip Rivers, you know, this guy is having himself a great year, 37 years old. And he goes in, finally snaps that nine-game losing streak to the Chiefs. So an all-around great game, I'm sure, those two teams may be seeing each other later on in the playoffs. A lot to break down in that one, but we'll go ahead and move on to Sunday's slate of games. And the first one that I want to talk about is the Dallas Cowboys at the Indianapolis Colts. These two teams are in pretty big situations entering Sunday. The Cowboys at 8-5 and five can clinch the NFC East with a victory. And the Colts, I mean, they're trying to keep those playoff hopes alive. So what do you look at in this particular matchup? Uh, I look at the pass rush against Andrew Luck. Um, I look at the protection uh, that they'll be able to have uh, for him. Uh, Dallas defense has been playing great uh, as of late. Uh, what Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper have been able to do, um, you know, what, what, what Dak's been able to do when he has a star receiver is, is, is phenomenal. Um, uh, it's it's, it's Really great to see their their team kind of come around. Um, I mean, they have excellent talent all over the place. Uh, but you know, going into a game like this, when Andrew Luck, uh, quarterback, is very experienced, uh, playing at home, um, playoffs on the line as well um, within his division. 
I, I definitely think this is a, a good trap game for them to win, uh, for the Colts to win. Luck certainly has had a resurgence this season under first-year head coach Frank Reich. He's got 3,759 pass yards, 34 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. I mean, this is an offense that is scoring at will, and that's because, look, draw. I know that they got T.Y. Hilton and Eric Ebron, but Luck doesn't really have all that much firepower to work with uh, considering the other big-time quarterbacks in this league, yet he's still producing. So when I look at this matchup, I look at how this secondary of Dallas, as you just talked about, this unit as a whole has been very good under Richard and Rod Marinelli this year. But Byron Jones, the number one corner for Dallas, who transitioned from safety, and he's been locked down. And I'm just going to be interested to see how a longer rangy corner can be able to hang with a dynamic, explosive receiver in T.Y. Hilton, who almost went off for 200 yards against Houston last week. Exactly. And that's a great Houston defense as well. So look for T.Y. Hilton. That's one matchup to watch. And then another one. How about on the Colts side, man? Darius Leonard, the rookie, second-round pick, South Carolina State. This guy leads the NFL in tackles, and he continues to be a dominant presence each and every Sunday. Now, I'm assuming he's going to see Tyron Smith there out on the outside. And Tyron Smith has struggled this year. He's battled injuries. So that's another one-on-one matchup on the outside that I think can dictate the outcome of this game because we've all seen it. When Dak Prescott's under duress, he sometimes doesn't make the right decision and will not get rid of the ball for one or he's careless with the ball in the pocket. So I think that matchup, along with a couple others on the defensive line, could help dictate who comes out on top. Absolutely. Um, yeah, Tyron Smith's been def- uh, definitely dealing with injury, um, and it's and it's hard to see uh, guys of his caliber deal with such injuries. Um, but, you know, when you have those big guys like that uh, that are, you know, monstrous of human beings, I mean, he, when the guy wears a, a knee brace on his elbow, um, I mean, like, you know, if they when they get hurt, like sometimes it, it, it really can sustain uh, long term. And so um, they've been struggling there. Um, so uh, Leonard can definitely have a great game. Uh, if, the, if the energy's there, if the passion's there, uh, I definitely feel like he can go out there and uh, make some plays happen. Now, I know the Colts, they've been solid. They're a very young defense. They rank ninth in rush defense. But here's why I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win this game, Jarrell. It's because Amari Cooper, you talked about him, right? And the two corners that the Colts have this year, Kenny Moore the second, and Nate Harrison. Now, not to take shots at them, I think they've been solid. I know that they've battled injuries there in Indianapolis. But Cooper, this guy's been technically unguardable since arriving in Dallas and Indianapolis as a whole. They've just struggled to limit the big plays. And continuing to have a good performance from Cooper, I think, will open up the run game for Elliott. I think the Cowboys are able to win the time of possession And on that note, I'm taking them to win 26-21 to clinch the division in Indianapolis. What's your prediction on this one? Man, I actually have a shootout. Um, I actually have the Colts winning 27-24. Veteran field goal uh, by the crafty vet. Uh, And I definitely feel uh, that Andrew Luck will be – they'll have some success. I think uh, when it's games like this and you're at home – 
um, coaches tend to put their best game plans together, um, especially when you're playing teams uh, of such uh, prestige as the Dallas Cowboys, man. I, I think uh, I think the Colts will come out with an excellent game plan. I think the Dallas Cowboys will play hard, but uh, they'll find a way to win late um, with, a, with a late field goal, 27-24. All right, well, there you have it. Predictions from both of us on that game. The next matchup here, this one's a good one. I'm really looking forward to watching this one. This is yes. a 4.25 p.m. Eastern time start. 9-4 New England Patriots at the 7-5-1 Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is a team where you played for the Patriots too, Jarrell, so you know how yes. Bill Belichick operates in these yes. circumstances. And you've also played Big Ben. Give us some insight on these two teams. Um, I think uh, it'll be a very hard-fought matchup. Uh, but when you look at the statistics and how well – Tom Brady plays against this fire zone defense of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, you just can't, you, you, you can't, uh, but think, uh, that they'll have some success, um, with, uh, Josh Gordon there, uh, Edelman back, um, the, the running back by committee, uh, Tom Brady, I think, uh, uh, definitely has some success there, uh, being able to put up big numbers against, uh, this Steelers defense that has been playing great, but, uh, but as of late, uh, been giving up some, some, some touchdowns. All right. Now, one big indicator of this game and factor is the health of James Conner. Now, this guy missed last week's game, and, you know, Le'Veon Bell, that whole situation was put to bed after he did not report. So it's been Conner the entire year for the Steelers. He's battling an ankle sprain. So if he's unable to go, Jalen Samuels and Steven Ridley, who had some interesting words about the Patriots. I'm not so sure if you saw the article on that, Jarrell. But Ridley, the former Patriot, he basically took a shot at the Patriots and Bill Belichick for trashing him after he suffered that torn ACL after a thousand yard season and said that he wants to get revenge against the Patriots and called the game personal for him. Yes. So he'll get a crack at him, especially if Connor is unable to go. And this matchup, man, I think you're right. I think Tom Brady, this guy is very good in December. The Steelers, they're in an interesting situation because all of a sudden, after a hot start, they're only half a game ahead of the Ravens in the AFC North. So this is a must-have for Pittsburgh. So I look for this one to be really tightly contested between two veteran signal callers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think uh, the Steelers are going to come in with a great game offensively. It's really what they can do on defense. Uh if they're able to go man coverage across the board, uh, that's what's going to be tough for Tom Brady. The man coverage, the press coverage, the being able to get in the receiver's faces, uh, messing up the timing of routes. Uh, if Cameron Hayward, uh, if they can have success uh, inside, pushing the pocket through the middle um, to get in Tom Brady's face, that, those are going to be the key uh, components in, in Pittsburgh Steelers uh, ultimately having success. I think offensively they'll be able to score as many points as they need to. Um, you know, they'll have, they're going to have to be able to protect, uh, Ben Roethlisberger because with James Conner and his, and his, uh, his, his health up in the air, they're going to throw the ball 40 times, 45 times, uh, in this game coming up, they're going to put it in the hands of Ben Roethlisberger and they're going to leave it up to him, uh, to be able to make the right decisions for the offense to work. Uh, I just feel that with Tom Brady and the success that he's had against this fire zone defense and, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, I think they'll be able to, to come out on top again and they'll improve to 10-4. and four. 
Do you think Stephon Gilmore and Jason McCourty will be able to not shut down, but limit Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster? And if so, what are some uh, defensive schemes you think they can dial up uh, to do so? Well, see, I think uh, ultimately, I think Gilmore is going to be traveling with uh, Antonio Brown for the most part. Um, I think uh, they'll be able to have some trap coverages and mixed coverages on the inside with Juju Smith-Schuster. Um, that that's the guy that you're going to have to be able to stop uh, when it comes to uh, this Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Um, Antonio Brown uh, used to be the Juju Smith-Schuster of the offense where he gets the 10, 12 catches uh, a game. And um, now it's becoming uh, Smith-Schuster's turn, and he's working that slot, working in between the linebackers and safeties and finding those holes to, to be able to, to have some success. And uh, with the McCourty brothers back there, uh, they are able to be able to mix and match some coverages uh, on the inside and uh, be able to climb down on on all those uh, catch and run, those RPO situations, uh, then then they'll be able to have some success. Uh, but, I mean, ultimately on my end, it, it comes down to the defensive line of the Pittsburgh Steelers and whether or not they can play man coverage on the outside. Gotcha. Well, here's the deal. On my end, I know you're taking the Patriots, but I'm going to roll with the Steelers in this one. They're playing at Heinz Field. I think they're obviously their backs are against the wall. They need to win this game. Mike Tomlin, he's taking some fire about not getting his team ready. Roethlisberger went out with that rib injury last week, but he's expected to play. I just feel like in the end, it's going to be a shootout. I think I think you're exactly spot on with the Steelers. I think they're going to be throwing the ball 40 times on Sunday to keep pace with the Patriots. But I know this this uh, defensive front for Pittsburgh has been very good. You've talked about them. I like for TJ Watt and Bud Dupree to come away with some big impact plays on Tom Brady to rattle him in the pocket. And I think that will help force a couple of turnovers that will sway the game in Pittsburgh's favor. I give them the win 27-20 to over New England. So I'd look for this to be a great game. Man, you... uh. 27 to 20 is a great score, man. I actually have uh, I actually have the Patriots dominating in the game. Um, I think uh, Tom Brady's going to be able to, to, to stretch the game. Um, there'll be a turnover uh, or special teams play along the way on the wingless side that'll be able to propel them uh, forward. Uh, special teams plays uh, very key roles in games like this, uh, especially with these AFC matchups. And uh, I think the Patriots are a prime time for, for when it comes to uh, – to special teams plays and, and coming up with clutch uh, with late game uh, performances. So uh, I actually have the Patriots winning 31 to 20 um, on the road um, at Highsfield um, with everything, uh, with everything that the, that the Steelers have going for them. Uh, I, I think the Patriots still come out on top 31 to 20. All right. Well, that's respectable. Looking forward to that game for sure. Now, here's the third matchup here. And this one, I guess, was uh, looking a little bit more intriguing. But all of a sudden, Carson Wentz went down. This is the Eagles 6-7 and seven at the Los Angeles Rams 11-2. and two. This game, I almost feel like, is going to be lopsided, in my opinion, Jarrell, because... L.A., we all saw them last week. They got bottled up in Chicago. They lost, and just it was their second one of the season. They're still at 11-2, but they did lose that number one seed in the NFC to the Saints, at least for the moment. And as for the Eagles, Carson Wentz, it was revealed that he has a fractured vertebrae in his back, and he's not expected to play. So in comes Nick Foles, the Super Bowl MVP, as crazy as that sounds. Um... 
But looking at these two teams, you know the Eagles, they're trying to stay in the hunt in the NFC, but the Rams, the powerhouse they are, they're back at home. What do you see in this game? Uh, I definitely uh, I, I concur, man. I think uh, the Rams will definitely dominate this game. I think Aaron Donald uh, will be dominant up front. Um, they're going to try to get the ball out with the RPOs, but Nick Foles can't run like Carson Wentz um, when, the, when the pressure breaks down like that. Um, I think he's a sitting duck back there. I think the Rams get back on track. Um, they got punched in the mouth in Chicago. Uh, they came out there, that cold weather, that that real football, uh, late game playoff, real real deal football, and, and they got punched in the mouth, man. And, um, and you know, sometimes it happens, and, you know, they're able to have, you know, uh, you know teams are able to recover and, and wake up from that. And I think they recover back at home in L.A., and I think uh, Aaron Donald puts up a dominant performance as well as uh, Jared Goff. Yeah, I'm right there with you. The Rams... They're going to look to boost that 7-0 and record at home, trying to battle for that number one seed. And I just feel like Jared Goff, this offense, I know when Cooper Cup went down, that was a big loss for them, trying to replace his production. And now Josh Reynolds is there in the slot. I look for Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods to have a field day against Philadelphia's banged-up secondary they just are lacking bodies, you know, just in general, man. They're trying to put together a defense, bringing guys off from the practice squad, bringing in free agents. And so I feel like this is a matchup where Jared Goff, Sean McVay, and his offensive play calling can once again shine in Los Angeles. I like for them to win by a big-time margin, I might add by a score of 37-17 to 17 over the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they remind the entire NFL that they are the real deal and they're prime Super Bowl contenders. Man, it's so funny. Uh, we have very similar predictions. Uh, I have uh, I have the Rams winning uh, in a score of 34-17. to 17. We're almost right there within a couple of points. So I think we're both Absolutely. on the same page with this one. We think the Rams will come out and throttle the Eagles. Now let's go ahead and move on to the rest of the matchups here. We got two games on Saturday, Jarrell, so we have some football, man. I know college is done Uh for now, so I'm pretty excited about having some football. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about having some football on Saturday. Uh, Pro football is going to be very hype. Um, Texans coming in, uh, going against the Jets. Uh, I think it's going to be very – uh, it's going to be a good matchup for the Texans to get back on track. So you like the Houston Texans in this one. This is a game where the Jets are coming off a victory over your Bills last week. And Sam Darnold is back in the starting lineup. The Houston yeah. Texans had their nine-game win streak snapped by the Colts at home. So I'm with you. I'm taking the Texans to win this one. But I think it's going to be closer than people think. And it's going to be a low-scoring defensive struggle I have Houston winning nineteen to thirteen. Oh wow! Uh, nineteen to thirteen is an interesting score. Uh, I do. Uh, I think that the Texans are going to get back on track. Um, I think uh, Watson is going to be able to have a good performance against this Jets defense. Um, being on the road, uh, even though a team has has got a win last week, uh, this is a very uh, this is a much improved uh, team coming in this week uh, to face the Jets, and so. I think uh, Watson gets back on track. Uh, I think he gives them three touchdowns. Uh, I also think they get a defensive touchdown, and I, I think they win in the score of 28-10. to 10. 
All right, now how about the other Saturday game? The Browns and the Broncos. Baker Mayfield against Case Keenum. This is the nightcap. In this matchup, Jarrell, I actually have the Browns coming out on top in this one. I just haven't seen enough consistency from Case Keenum. Now Emmanuel Sanders went down a couple of weeks ago, so they're relying on Cortland Sutton and Deshaun Hamilton, two rookies. And the Browns right now, man, I don't know if I'd want to play them. They're starting to turn the corner a little bit with Freddie Kitchens now calling the plays. So I like the Cleveland Browns to take this one at mile high in a tight one, 23 to 20. Uh, yeah, I uh, I definitely think that the Browns are going to win this game too. Um, I think Baker Mayfield is going to have a great game. Uh, the inconsistency in Denver um, offensively has been uh, the struggle for them, um, you know, with their stars being in and out of the lineup. Uh, defensively, I mean, they've been playing well, uh, but I think uh, offensively they're going to struggle. And um, I, I look for Baker Mayfield and this uh, this Cleveland Browns offense to come in and get on track. Uh, I, uh, I actually have them winning a score of 24 to 20. Now we'll go to move on to Sunday's games. First one being Detroit at the Buffalo Bills. Who do you have winning this game? Man, I'm going to go with my Buffalo Bills winning this game. Um, I think uh, Josh Allen's going to run all over the place like he has, um, leading the league in, in passing and rushing yards as a quarterback. Uh, I think uh, I think he's going to be uh, he's going to he's going to definitely have a big game uh, against this Detroit uh, defense um, coming up there to play the Bills um, and that and that frigid weather as it gets uh, continues to get cold is is always a tough place to play. So I I, I see the Bills coming out on top. Um, in a score of uh, 10 to 7. Wow, low scoring there. I like it. Uh, I have the Bills winning this one too, Jarrell. 20 to 16 right now. Matthew Stafford, I've always been a fan of the guy, but the Bills defense, those guys have been very good this year, especially at home, and he's lacking firepower. So I like Buffalo to get that W. So next matchup here, Jarrell, Tampa Bay at Baltimore. The Ravens just uh, named Lamar Jackson the full-time starter. Joe Flacco will serve as the backup. They're hosting Jameis Winston and the Bucks, another one of your former teams. Who wins this one? Um, I actually have the Ravens coming in uh, and, and winning this game. Um, I think they get on track. Uh, I think uh, they have a they have a, a great energy in the building with Lamar Jackson um, and being able to win those games uh, have, uh, in the fashion they've been able to win lately. Um, I have them winning um, in a score of 24 uh, to 18. Um, I think uh, whoever uh, Tampa Bay puts back there uh, at the quarterback, I think they're going to throw at least two to three interceptions, and uh, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great a uh, great matchup for Baltimore. Yeah, I have the Ravens winning as well, 30 to 20. I think Lamar Jackson finds ways to get this offense uh, continuing to trend upwards. I think he maybe rushes for one, maybe two. And then this defense, I think, will just overwhelm Tampa Bay. I'm giving him a 30 to 20 victory there. Now, Arizona at Atlanta. I have the Atlanta Falcons beating the Cardinals. I think in the end, just not enough offensive production from Josh Rosen to hang with Matt Ryan and the Falcons. Give me the Falcons 24-13. What about yourself? Um, I, too, have the Falcons winning. Um, I, I have them winning big, actually, uh, in a score of 28-14. Uh, to 14. Um, I think they'll be able to dominate at home against uh, this uh, Arizona Cardinals team that's been struggling. 
And uh, I think they'll be able to put up big numbers offensively. Now, Drew, I know you're looking forward to this one, man. Uh, Oakland at Cincinnati. The battle uh, of Jeff Driscoll hosting the 3-10 Raiders who are coming off a big upset victory of the Steelers. Who do you have winning this one, man? Um, I have uh, the Bengals winning at home um, in a score of 17-14. Um, I think uh, just the home field advantage is going to be able to boost them uh, past the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, same here. I have the Bengals winning by one point, twenty-eight to twenty-seven over the Raiders. I think Joe Mixon is the difference. I think he goes off for a big game, one hundred and fifty yards from scrimmage. So next matchup here: Tennessee at the Giants. The Titans they need to win a game. They're seven and six, still alive in the AFC playoff picture. I think the Titans find a way to beat a Giants team that's starting to play a lot better. But we all know Odell Beckham Jr. status is still up in the air. Tennessee wins this one 21 to 17. How about you? Um, I actually have uh, I have the Tennessee Titans dominating this game. Um, I think no Odell Beckham, uh, I think the Titans and their defense is going to be able to get Eli and sack him. Um, can be able to confuse him defensively. Uh, Vrabel is going to have uh, those guys fired up knowing that this playoff contention and understanding the importance of this game and understanding that the Giants have no uh, shot at the playoffs. So they would have to understand that uh, Tennessee needs to come in and, and play well. And and I think uh, Mike Vrabel is going to have those guys rolling. Um, I think that they dominate um, in a score of 34 uh, to 21. Next game here, Green Bay at Chicago. We all know how this one went in week one where the Bears, they squandered a big lead there at Lambeau and ended up losing. Now they get to host them at this time of the season. They're playing very good football. They shut down the Rams. Do you think they are able to limit Aaron Rodgers and get another victory here? Or do you see an upset coming from the Packers? Man, this is a very interesting matchup uh, because the Packers' offense has been uh, explosive, uh, scoring the most points they've scored last week um, uh, with Philbin back there uh, calling the plays. And uh, for the first time in his career, it's uh, very interesting uh, with him being the head coach for so long. Uh, I think uh, I think Chicago's defense is going to come out and dominate. I mean, they're, 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 they've been playing on a high. I think they're going to be able to keep it at a very low-scoring game. Um, but, I mean, you're talking Aaron Rodgers um, on the road in Chicago, uh, primetime game. Um, with uh, he, he loves these division matchups. And, and when it comes to dominating the division, I never, um, I never uh, go against Aaron Rodgers no matter what the record is. And uh, I think he'll be able to come in and, and, uh, and make enough plays to come out on top. Uh, I think uh, they, they win in a score of 21 to 17. Um, I think they're going to come out and play, play very well. Uh, the, the 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 Green Bay defense is surprisingly going to get a turnover turnover or two, and uh, be able to ha- have some success. Um, I just re- recall my time there um, with uh, the playoffs on the line, uh, the division on the line, uh, watching Aaron Rodgers go down the line against uh, uh, Julius Peppers and and that phenomenal uh, Bears defense, and and winning the division um, on a fourth down uh, play to Randall Cobb down the sideline. Like I remember being right there watching that and being a part of that success. Um, uh, and, and then when I say uh, I, I put, I have every faith in the world in Aaron Rodgers going in there and being successful. I have, I have all the faith. <laughs> on that note, he's been very successful there against the Bears. So I can see that point. 
But I'm going to go with the Bears in this matchup. I think they still have that bitter taste in their mouth from losing that week one game, which was one that they had in the bag, and they let Aaron Rodgers come back and beat him basically on one leg. So I like for them to put together a bounce-back performance on offense from Mitchell Trubisky, and I give them a 31-23 to win over Green Bay at home. Now we got three more matchups here. Washington at Jacksonville. I feel like this is going to be a battle of field goals with Josh Johnson and Cody Kessler going toe-to-toe. I have the Jags winning 16-12. to Man, uh, this definitely is going to be a battle of field goals. Uh, it's going to be a very close matchup. But uh, Josh Jackson, uh, he can, I mean, not Josh Jackson, but Josh Johnson, he can run a little bit. Um, I think he'll be able to escape the pocket a little bit. Um, is uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Adrian Peterson is still the running back of uh, the Washington Redskins. So I think they'll they'll rely on him much, and and uh, they'll be able to have some success and and pull it out late. Okay. Um, I I have them winning in a score of uh, 13 to 10. All right. Now two more for you, and this one is a pretty big one as well. Miami at Minnesota. The Dolphins are seven and six, just like the Titans and Colts trying to vie for that last playoff spot in the AFC. And then the Vikings, who are still clinging on to that sixth spot after losing in Seattle. They're at back at home. Who do you have winning this one? Um, I actually have the Vikings getting back on track. Uh, I think uh, with them understanding where they stand in this playoff race, um, Kirk Cousins is taking his chair of shots uh, from the media as well as, uh, as, well as other people. Um, I think... Um, with them being at home and, and uh, having the chance to come in against a team that that feels like they're on the high and feels like they're playing well, I think that'll get the Vikings wrapped up to, to play. And um, I actually have them dominate in this game um, in a score of uh, 28 uh, to 10. I also have the Vikings getting back on track. They fired John Filippo, their offensive coordinator. Kevin Stefanski, their quarterback's coach, will take over. i like for them to get back on track. They win a tight one, though, 24-17 over the Dolphins. And the last matchup here on Sunday, the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. The Seahawks have also won their fair share of games in a row. They now have a win streak up to four games. They're playing very well. It looks like they've already secured themselves a playoff spot. I like them to go into San Francisco and win this one with ease, 26 to 14. Um, I too have them winning, uh, dominating. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks have been playing great uh, as of late. Russell Wilson um, getting those guys ready to play. Uh, my guy Frank Clark, uh, pay a uh, big year for him this year. Look for him to get paid next year. And uh, I, I think the Seattle uh, Seahawks keep it rolling. Um, I actually have them, like, really, really putting up some big numbers in this game. I have them winning in the score of 38 to 23. All right, so a big win there and your books as well. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Again, Jarrell, thank you so much, man, for joining the Chase Podcast again. Enjoy your time up there in those mountains, and I wish you and your wife a happy marriage. Man, I appreciate the the, the blessing, and uh, we definitely will enjoy ourselves. Thanks for having us on, man. All right, man. Well, take care, and God bless. All right, man. Take care, man. Merry Christmas. All right. Merry Christmas to you. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. 
ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.